Okay, today on the podcast, I am joined by a very special guest. His name is Mr. Rodri Giggs. How are you doing, sir? Yeah, I'm good, mate. Yeah. yeah, it's good to have you on, man. Yeah, thanks for having me. No problem. How's things been with you? What have you been up to for the past year throughout this lockdown? Uh, well, there's not much you could do, really. You know, house renovations, lots of dog walking. You know, it's good to be out playing golf. So, yeah, it's getting back to normal now. Yeah, I'd say your house must be in immaculate condition now then, with, a, with a, yeah. a year's worth of work. Yeah, it's far from it. Far yeah. From it. Yeah. Getting there. Yeah. It's getting Are there. you still living in Manchester, yeah? Just outside, I live in Bolton. Yeah, yeah, close enough. Yeah. Uh, before you moved to Manchester, obviously you were born in Wales and moved to Manchester. What was that experience like and what age were you when you moved to Manchester? Uh, I, was, I was free when yeah. I moved to... To Manchester, yeah, it was. Uh, it, it was. You're young, so you just don't. You not really know what's going on. You just go with the flow, really. So yeah, I didn't really. You know, I was young, so I was a baby, so you just go with the flow, really, and then go yeah. where your family go and see. That, yeah, it doesn't. It didn't really. You know, move it. The move didn't really affect me, you know. Yeah, because you were such a young age then. You probably yeah. you don't even won't even remember much of it to be honest. No. And uh, in school, then, what kind of sports did you do, or did you do any sports at school? Oh yeah, I was, I was sport billy at school. So what what was it? It's rounders, uh, football, athletics. No rugby was the main thing, but basketball. No, it wasn't too into basketball, but we we still played it. Yeah, but yeah, most mostly football, uh, rugby, and what was the other rounders and athletics were the main yeah. ones. Yeah, yeah, and. Um... <clears throat> You enjoy rugby, but you had a, you went on to do a good bit of soccer, uh, semi-professional. Is that correct? Yeah, well, left school, went to Torquay, and then, then I come back. I didn't play for a bit. I went to Livingston, then come back, then just mostly played semi-professional. Yeah, for, for Salford, FC United. I went to Bangor City for a bit. Um, uh, yeah, Mosley did well. Mosley won a couple of leagues there. Yeah, so yeah, had a, had a good, all right, non-league. Yeah, did you enjoy playing? Yeah, it was great. It was, you know, it was great. I didn't really mind who I was playing for. You know, if someone it was interested, then I'd go and play for him. So, um, yeah, it was. But later on in my career, I kind of made it. Uh, it was either Salford or FC United. So, yeah. Yeah. And sp speaking of Salford, um, I watched a, a recent podcast with you um, where you were talking about the the ownership of Salford and the changing of the jersey and what that meant to you. Do you want to tell us a bit about that? Yeah, it's just, uh, you know, it's it's decades of, of history and the colours, you know, I didn't didn't used to like it when I played, you know, for, for over 20, 25 years, playing on and off for him. It didn't mean used to like it, but, you, you, you know, you grow to love it and because it's, it's, it's their identity, it's the colours. So yeah, every year we'd be like, oh, what's the colour going to be? What's the kit going to be? It's going to be, it's going to be tangerine. It's going to be white. It's going to be orange. But you know, the, we, we we grew to love it, and that's what your identity was. So to come in and change it was just, yeah, just irritating. Just not something that I would have done, to be honest. Is that the thing that kind of hurt the most about the the current ownership? That they kind of just, uh, I suppose, changed some of the principles of the club and just the look of it in general. Well, yeah, they had to they had to change the look because they had, they had to progress, which they have done. And you know, they're, they're making good strides. You know, they, they were unlucky not to to reach the playoffs this year. 
you know, maybe if they kept Richie, they, they might have done it. But who knows? You no, know, Gary Boyle's come in and, and relatively done a good job. So, but um, yeah, it was just you know they, they had to change it to progress. But you know, it's it's the way they changed it and, and some things that they said. You know, I've been involved, I've managed, I've captain, I've played for Salford City. Not once have I seen any of them lot at Salford City ever. So yeah. for him to say Salford City is kind of, is is dear to their heart. It's just yeah, it was just crap. So yeah. it's just Littleton Road and, and the cliff are literally around the corner. So yeah, they've obviously got ties to, to the Salford area and, and but that's because, you know, that's where they trained as kids, that's where they grew up as kids, that's where they played for Man United as kids. So obviously it would have been fun to their heart. Yeah, because it's portrayed kind of in the media, especially what we have over here in Sky Sports, you know, that these guys are, you know, progressing it, bringing it forward and doing great things over there. Oh, listen, listen, they, do, they are doing that. They, yeah. they are doing that. And they are, they are, you know, it's. I still think, you know, they're, they're going to have to move from, from that area where I don't know, because, you know, even though Salford's a big place, it's going to need a massive area for for a bigger ground, so I don't, I don't know what they're going to do with that, but they'll have to cross that bridge when it comes to it. But yeah, they, they, they've made the ground into a very nice ground to play at now. It used to be, you know, it's always been a big football pitch, but, you know, the ground was, was old and dingy. And did you still go to games, obviously, before the, the lockdown and the crowds couldn't go? Or you, you know what? I haven't, been, I, haven't been, I haven't been for about, last time I was at Salford, I haven't been for a couple of years, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't been for a couple of years. Yeah, and you yourself now are, are coaching. Um, it's under sixteens and under eighteens, yeah. Yeah, at the minute, yeah. Well, I'm not at the minute, but yeah, I'm yeah. Back to plan going back into it, yeah. Yeah, and how's that going for you? Yeah, it's good. You enjoy it. It's, it's you know, it's it's no. I'm confident that I'm good at it, and I can improve players and make players better. You know, not only off the pitch, but. Uh, on the pitch but off the pitch as well you know you've got to be a good human being you've got to do the right things you've got to eat the right things so you know one little slip or one little mistake that's okay but just don't make some mistake that's gonna affect you for your whole life you know you know think before you act you know all that kind of stuff and that yeah. goes with it and then go on to the football pitch yeah it's just making people better and understanding the game it's funny you should mention the off the pitch because there's a story over here now in Ireland at the moment where um, there was a group of teenagers last weekend and one of them pushed a woman onto a train track in Bray County Wicklow. I've seen and it. He, yeah, and he's a player with Shelburne. So now there's a petition online to try and get him kicked out of the football club. So like what you just said there is absolutely imperative. Like you have to be able to be a good person off the pitch as well yeah did, what happened like to the lady did she, was she okay or did she she was okay i think she's just a bit of shock and some minor injuries right. but she was lucky you know yeah but you know that's that's you know it, it's 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 stupid and it's it probably doing it because he's with a group of mates but yeah. you know a petition to get him banned you know he's made a mistake the lad he's, he's a young kid he's gonna learn from it he'll, he'll grow from it but yeah. to to petitions it's done that's a bit strong for me yeah, I just seen it on uh, online there before we were chatting. I think it's got maybe seven thousand signatures, and they're bringing it to the club. Yeah, it's you know, it needs to suffer the consequences, but not to to the extent of, of you know, this is, this is, we need to worry about these kids' mental health. You know, yes, he's made a little mistake by just 
moving his body. He, he wouldn't mean for her to fall down the track. He would probably yeah. horrify himself. So, yeah, you know, but this is what I say. Don't make a mistake that could affect your whole life, which which that could do. So, yeah, you've just got to you know, think before you... When I, when I was at FC United, we, we, we talked to the lads. We, we got them all in for the first, first week and we had our long chat say, you know, you're representing the club, make sure you do stuff right, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, a week later, literally across the street from the ground, the, the, the shop owner comes in with film with two of the lads shoplifting from the shop, wearing the club. Fuck's uh, sake. Wearing the club gear. It was just like, oh. So, you know, did, How did, did, you... did, did, did we sack him? No, but, you know, yeah. it was a lesson for him, you know, Watch what you're doing, especially where you're wearing the club club colours, and you can be identified. So, yeah, it was just that's just a, a example. Yeah, where I seen you most recently was on the the television advert, which we'll get into in a while because I think this is my personal opinion. I think it's the funniest television <laughs> ad that I've ever seen in my life, and a lot of people that I know would think the same. You know, and it, it the the way you came across in it, like it looked like um, you had fun doing it. Yeah, it was it was it was a it was a good time. It was you know Paddy Power, the whole crew, all the people that worked there behind the scenes were were, were fantastic. They treat me like gold, so it was it was great. It was you know it was hard hard work. It was long hours, I think 14, 16 hours. You know, really, it's it was it was long hours. That was a free day, so but yeah. It was obviously you can see it was it was enjoy it was enjoyable and it was it was it was good work so yeah and seen people seem to enjoy it and yeah people still talk about it so it's a, it was it was a good thing to do and a great experience I'm still representing Paddy Power in, in some some capacity so yeah, I think that ends in June I don't know if, if that's going to be renewed or not if it doesn't it's been a fantastic two and a half years and I've yeah. loved every minute of it. Yeah, so I was going to say, in the lead-up to the Paddy Power advert, obviously the story behind it with Natasha and Ryan and what had happened, uh, how did you find out about that? Was it through the media, as the reports go, like she just sold the story to the papers? Yeah, it's been well documented. Her mother comes out to me, I was told with, with a newspaper. Yeah, and she just yeah. said, here you go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah basically, yeah. Here you go. I'm back. That is... <laughs> That is fucking crazy. Yeah, but it, was, uh, it what, wasn't fun at the time, but it's funny when you think about it now. Yeah, it's good the way that you can kind of put it to the side and kind of move on from it as well. And but uh, you, when you, it, you can't dwell, you can't dwell on these things. You know, there's people are, uh, these days really are banging on about uh, mental health and, and stuff like that. Luckily, luckily enough, that like that my mental health is strong. You know, I, I don't really dwell on stuff really I can I can move on from stuff quite easily so well not easily but yeah it, it takes time but eventually you know you have to talk about it you can't just hold it in if people have got issues or problems they have to talk about it you know yeah. whether that's talking to a professional or getting blitzed with your mates on a, on a weekend and talking with your mates so <laughs> but um yeah it's, you've got to talk about it but you know, lucky enough that my mental my mental strength is strong and yeah, it was, didn't really affect me too much. Yeah, it, it probably, I suppose, took its time as well. And the way it was portrayed from my perspective was that Ryan didn't really come across as the bad guy 
in the media, even though what he done was wrong. Would, do you, did you ever think that, or? Uh, you... I, to be honest with you, I didn't really take any notice of it. I wasn't reading it, wasn't listening to it. So yeah, you shut you off. You keep yourself in your own little bubble. You don't, you don't really get into any of that nonsense. So yeah, I couldn't tell you. So not really yeah. And you guys haven't been on speaking terms, and no. No. no, 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 no. Would the door be open for him? Listen, like I've said before, I've got three children to worry about. Worry about. You know, grown adult, you know, I'm not going anywhere quite. Yeah, you're yeah. just kind of you're content on living your own life and just looking after your children, which is a testament to you as well. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, yeah. he's got his own problems, I've got my own, and like everyone else has got their own problems, you know. Yeah, it's life, you just have to deal with it best you can, and, and that's what I'm doing. Yeah, um, in that podcast I seen recently, um, I can't remember the name, it was one you done in England there. You were talking about the the football world in general, and you just said they're all at it. Uh, do you want to just tell the the viewers what that's about? Because they'll probably find that interesting. Well, no, it's just uh, that you know my my experience coming across of being out with with, with footballers. You know, eighty five percent of you know, I give them a fifteen percent outage here, so eighty five percent. They all, they all do it. So, uh, but all the, the the women know they do it. So, yeah, they like to live these comfortable lives and these nice lives. And you know, some change, some don't. But that was my experience of it. You know, so. But, do you think? Do you think money plays a big factor in it? That maybe women are just happy to. You know, money, young. You know, still immature. They've got a lot of money. You know, they don't really care. Don't really care what anyone else thinks. You know? Yeah. So yeah, it's no, it's it's, it's difficult. It, it's hard. Plus, there's, there's girls out there that you, you you've got to watch out for. You know, I, I was watching out in my whole life, and I ended up with the worst one that I could have possibly ended up with. So yeah, you know, you, it's 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 you know, you just got to be wary. But it is it is hard work because there are a lot of you know dodgy, especially these days. It's hard work. These dodgy girls are out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, what I well, want to know. But then again, there is the, the proper like family men. How can I yep. put it? Which what 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 um like a Dennis Irwin, like a there's a proper family men. You know, they're not going to do any of that nonsense. They're married. They're, they've got kids and they're proper family men. Yeah, yeah, I've got them as well. Yeah. What I want to know is how did Paddy Power pitch this idea for the TV advert to you? Um, they come with me about a few months before, but well, about six months before, then I had a little think about it. Then, um, they show me the script, and then, yeah, the, the first script they had me taking the mick out of Wales, and that, you know, that wasn't happening, so they yeah. changed a little bit. So, yeah, and that's what you come with the end result, but yeah, it was uh, we went through like I've done, it went to. A bit of a few lessons, coaching, like coaching, acting, coaching, for a few for a few weeks, and then when uh, met the director and went through a few things with him for hours for, with someone from Paddy Power and the director, and then yeah, it just went from there. It was it was very detailed the advert. Like if if you weren't paying attention to it, you'd miss kind of like little segments. Did you notice the sign in the bar that was behind the bar woman? Well, that was not originally there. 
One okay, the, yeah. One of one of the lads, I think it was Chris Willis. Give us a shout out to Chris Willis. Uh, uh, he doesn't actually work for Paddy Power. He works for the, the people that, that Paddy Power hired. But I think he come up with it because that was originally, and it took ages. I mean, it's, we was doing it for about two hours in the pub. And it, yeah. And it was in a number 11 shirt. So and when I walked in, the bar lady quickly turned it around and it was something else. Yeah. But it was taking too long and she couldn't do it. And blah, blah, blah. so that become the wandering, wandering, what was it? Wandering dick wandering ale or wandering, wandering cock ale. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so yeah. that was just a last minute come up with that. So yeah, they come up with that last minute yeah. because that was originally, like I say, it took two, three hours on the day and she still couldn't do it. So yeah. But it was hard work because it was heavy. It was a, it was a big like frame and she couldn't yeah. turn it around about it. It was like because of the, the the time of the advert, they had to you know you couldn't get it in, so they obviously go went with a wandering cocktail and it, and it <laughs> went down the tree. Yeah. What did your what did your mates think of the think of the advert when it hit? Oh, I was on my way to Dublin. Um, okay. At the, at the airport, and then they sent me that right. We just released it, and they sent it to my phone. Uh, for YouTube, so I sent it to all my mates on, for a WhatsApp on the groups, right. and then got then got on a plane. So I obviously couldn't. I had to turn the plate to my phone off. So as soon as I got into Dublin, then the, plate, the phone just started. Yeah, it was it was, it was good response. Yeah, I'd say like, um, do you reckon that Ryan has seen that advert? <laughs> He's probably, <laughs> probably too many times. Yeah. I reckon there'd be no getting away from it. No, no. Well, one time it was on everywhere, you know, for the football yeah. and every advert. So, yeah, it was. Uh, it was probably probably annoying at the end. You never know when this uh, contract comes up in June. They might want you to do a sequel for the Euros. Well, you never know. Nothing. Nothing would. Nothing would surprise me with Paddy Power anyway. I'm open to offers. Yep. There you go. You heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> How do you think Wales will do in the European Championships this year? Oh, I think they'll do, they'll do okay. You know, they've, yeah, they've got too too much of a difficult group, and you, you know, you've got a fit Gareth Bale, and some some adequate you know cast around him. So yeah, yeah, I think they'll do okay. Aaron Ramsey, I don't think is getting much of a game at Juventus, is he? No, he's not. But he'll be fit. I'm sure he'll be ready to go. You, you you've got you've got the kid that leads. You've got Daniel James. Yeah. You've got uh uh what's the other the Ethan Ampadu. Ampadu he's yeah. had some experience this year, although it's not been a good experience for him, but he's had a Premier League experience of so doing well. So yeah, we've got some things kid from Tottenham the centre half. So yeah, we've got some some good players, some better better players than we have done and we'd like to say we've got an X Factor Gareth Bale, so to answer your question, will we will we do as well as we did last time? I very much doubt it because we got to the semis last time. But you know, out of the yeah. group, I should imagine, and then you know, who knows? Yeah, it's, but once, once I suppose once you get out of the group, they're one-off games, you know. So you, anyone I yeah. think can beat anyone on the day as yeah. well. What have you yeah, made of the of the Premier League? I thought it was very flat this weekend. Yeah, it's um, it's it's. It's not been great, has it? It's not been great for without the fans. We've had some sprinkles of good games, but you know, not too many. 
you know, it'd be good to get the fans back and and proper football again. You're happy enough with Man United season? I'll be happy enough if they win something, yeah. Yeah. If they don't, then it's you know it's it's an average season. But if they win something, yeah, it'd be a good season. Yeah, I think they should win the Europa League. I don't think Villarreal are. are really well, you'd say that you know you. Uh, uh, Emery's he's got a good record in that in that competition, so yeah, you've got to be wary. So, but really, we should be too strong. Yeah, I'm an Arsenal fan, so uh, no, em- 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 Emery done us over last week. Yeah, you hopefully you're getting the top ten. Yeah, maybe we might finish ninth. Hopefully, although I did predict at the start of the year we'd finish eighth, and it looks like I'm going to be wrong. So, are you an are you an Arteta in or an Arteta out? I, when he won the cup last year, I was like, "Brilliant! This is a great start." And but now, it, it, all the all, I think the job was kind of everything was riding on that Europa League. I think, and now that that's gone, and they sit in ninth at the moment, but they might finish tenth. You have to ask: Is is it good enough for Arsenal? But Arsenal have fallen so much over the last few years since Wenger left. Really, they've got worse. Mm. Mm. So I don't know. Will the board be careful? Be careful what you wish for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's the same happened sure when when Alex left and David Moyes. I thought was very unfortunate to come into that job, and it took him a yeah. very long time to build himself back up. But now he's doing great things at West Ham. Yeah, he's a, he's a, he's a good manager. Is he a Manchester United manager? Probably not. Yeah. But you know, he's he's a good manager. Mm. Um. <clears throat> Let's talk about, you've got a book that's going to be coming out in October, is it? Possibly, yeah, possibly. Possibly, but it, we won't put a date on it anyway, but you, do, yeah. you are you are writing a book at the moment. Well, I'm in talks with writing a book at the minute, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. What, what's that going to involve? Is it going to involve, is it going to be like an autobiography, basically? I'm not too sure yet. This is what I'm still talking about. I've talked to a few people, so I'm not sure yet. But it's you know, do uh, have I you know, do have I really done enough to to have an autobiography? So you know, I'm only forty four, so I'm not too sure. I'm not really too keen on it, if I'm being honest. So yeah, we'll just have to wait and see. So you haven't started writing anything about it? Yet, we we were supposed to start about a month ago, but then yeah, it was just wasn't happy with a couple of things, and then. And we speak to something that's someone else. So, yeah. So I don't know yet. But yeah. to be honest, I'm not too sure. Yeah, because I remember you saying it could uh, ruffle a few feathers. Oh, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'd definitely do that if it, if, it, if it did do something like that. But no, I don't really want to do that. I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. We'll have to wait and see what the future brings. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, anything else coming up then? So you got Paddy Power. That's expiring in June probably you know probably will be renewed I'd imagine for something and are you going to go into the acting world a bit more oh no you know I'd love to love to but well I think it's a bit too late to, in, in the career now to, to get into acting you know if, if anything ever pops up and you know you'd, you'd, you'd love to try something I think I'd be pretty good at it but you know there's a lot of actors out there that deserve an acting role before I do but if you ever got an opportunity then yeah I'll try it out but yeah no I'm you know I'm I'm good at what I'm doing well I'm happy with what I'm doing at the minute so yeah yeah just progressing coaching and see where that takes me yeah 
Well, listen, it was great to chat to you today and really, really appreciate it, man. It was lovely to talk to you. Lovely guy. No, meant to, meant to ask you, what, is it Maurice or Morris? Or what, how you... Morris. Morris, okay. Yeah. Because uh, I've got a pal called the same, it's the same spell, but he, he actually says Maurice. So, Maurice, yeah. is, he, is yeah. he French? No, he's not. He's from my side. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah because like I, I do be talking to sometimes people from America on the show as well. They put in my name and they always say Maurice, but it doesn't bother me anyway, Roger. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Cheers, man. Thank you so much. No, no problem, Maurice. Anytime. Good luck, Thanks. mate. Travel.